You're listening to Deliberate Living, a podcast that inspires, empowers, and encourages listeners to live life more authentically. My name is Holly Priestley, and I'm a full-time nomad who has been living in my 1997 Ford van for more than a year. I travel the United States with my dog, learning how to live with more authenticity. I explore different ways people choose to ditch the prescribed life we've all been sold and live on their terms, finding freedom and happiness however they choose. Hello, hello, and welcome to this episode of Deliberate Living. In this episode, I am going to outline the four different types of freedom that I have noticed that people strive for. This theory about the four different types of freedom that people are looking for kind of came to me a few years ago after working with a bunch of clients who were all motivated by different things. And it makes sense that we are all motivated by different things uh, in life, and that's why we do the things we do and make the decisions that we make. I honed it down into these four different categories of freedom that we're all looking for based on my experience, and I want to share them with you uh, so that you can maybe understand yourself a little bit better and understand your own motivations for looking for an alternative lifestyle or some kind of change within your life, work, or romantic environment. So as an overview, the four different types of freedom are the freedom of time, the freedom of location, the freedom of creativity, and the freedom of finances. I'm going to go through each of these four individually and give you more details about them, and hopefully by the end of the episode you will be able to determine which one or two resonates most highly with you, and then you can move forward having that knowledge about yourself. Now, of course, most people would like to have all four types of freedom, and that is exactly what we're striving for. But usually one or two reign supreme, and that's what we're looking for first. And after we secure that one or two types of freedom that we are most looking for, then we can focus on the other two or three that remain so that we can build a more fulfilled and free life. So the freedom of time is basically having the freedom to choose what you do with your hours each day of the week. Whether that be working specific hours or not working specific hours or spending certain hours with your friends or family or doing activities that you love, having a wide open calendar that you get to choose and build your own life around is really what you are looking for. So to put it into a work context, this means that you don't necessarily want to work a nine to five. This is why we have the terms early bird and night owl. Some people want to work Earlier in the day, that's when they have their energy, that's when they have their creativity, that's when their brain is most fired up, and that's what they want to do with their time at that moment, as soon as they wake up, before the rest of the world has even opened their eyes. And then we have night owls, whose energy and creativity and productivity really, like, hits its stride after dark, after everyone has gone to bed, when they should be sleeping according to the prescription of life that we've been given. So if you're one of those people who likes to work early in the morning or late at night, but you're stuck in a nine to five world, you probably feel really trapped and like you're constantly battling with yourself to try and produce at that high level during the hours that your employer has contracted you for. Freedom of time can also mean having the ability to take long breaks at whatever time of the day you need to. So maybe working a few hours in the morning and then having not just a half hour or an hour lunch break, but taking maybe two to three to four hours in the middle of the day to do your errands or go to the gym or just have some downtime. And then after you refill your energy tank with that break time, then you can get back to work in the afternoon. And it doesn't necessarily have to be long breaks either. It can just be more breaks. 
In my honestly limited experience working for other people, taking breaks can be a political measure. And I don't necessarily think that it should be, but it can be. And, you know, you're allowed to have your lunch break and 15 minutes in the morning and 15 minutes in the afternoon. And I don't know how many of you are robots, but having my time dictated like that doesn't really work uh, for me all that well. Freedom of time also goes into being able to take time off whenever you want in more than hour-long increments. It means not having to request paid time off. It means saying my family is going to go on vacation for this week and I'm going with them and not necessarily having to ask for permission and instead just being able to go and be there with your family with no stress, knowing that your job is going to be there when you get back. Freedom of time can also be really important for those folks who have other obligations outside of work or whatever. This can mean folks with kids or with elderly parents that they care for or any other kind of obligation that has more of a time constraint. If you have children and they go to public school, the time that they are in school is dictated by another being. And so having the flexibility around your own schedule to work around your children's schedule can be really freeing and give you that space that you need to accomplish all the things you need to do in your daily life. This also means that you're not necessarily limited to a Monday through Friday schedule. This means you can work weekends and then take random days during the week off. This is one of my favorite things to do because the activities that I like to do out in the wilderness are usually more crowded on the weekends because that's when everybody else has time off too and I don't necessarily want to share. <laughs> I want to have that trail all to myself or that rock climbing crag all to myself. I don't necessarily want to have to wait in line to go do an activity that I want to do or even running errands, going to the DMV, going to the grocery store, being able to make my schedule work around those is a huge benefit for me. The next type of freedom is the freedom of location. And this means that you get to live and work and play from wherever in the world you want to. This is really important for nomads and vagabonds, people who like to change their location every month or every week or every hour. This can also be really important for people who are stationary but just need to switch up their environment during the day so that they can stay creative and productive. This can mean working from home, working from an office, working from a new coffee shop or a new brewery. Adding in that novelty into your day is really important for creating that flow state that you need to be as creative and productive as you can be. This type of freedom is also important for those who have friend or family obligations that are location specific. So if you have a job in Denver that you absolutely love, but you need to travel to Boston to take care of a sick family member, having the flexibility in that job to take it with you to Boston for a short or long period of time is critical for a lot of those people who do have obligations outside of their locale. Whether this means you're moving from your home to a coffee shop or from the United States to Thailand to Mexico to Prague is kind of up to you and your needs, whatever your personality desires. The next type of freedom is the freedom of creativity. And this means that you get to do whatever work or play you want to do without being told by somebody else the tasks that you need to accomplish during the day. You get to do the activities that most light you up. Artists often fit into this type. This is usually what they're looking for freedom-wise. They don't necessarily want to be told what to do. They just want to do 
what their soul is telling them they need to do. So having the freedom of creativity to create whatever masterpieces they need to create, whether that's painting or music or writing or sculpture or something else entirely, having that space and that flexibility to engage in whatever creative measures light them up is what they're going for. Those people looking for the freedom of creativity don't want to be limited to what they can do with their time. If people looking for the freedom of creativity are sustaining other types of jobs during the day, they will often engage in whatever it is that they need to creatively uh, in the mornings or the evenings or on the weekends just to make sure that that's getting done because it's eating them alive on the inside and they need to get it out. They need to get their expression out. And often we see that these people will, will forego other types of structure and stability in order to pursue this freedom of creativity. This is part of the reason that whole starving artist thing is a thing, is a stereotype, because the artists really want to focus on what it is they want to do rather than what it is they have to do. The last type of freedom uh, that I'm going to talk about today is the freedom of finances. And this means that you have an adequate amount of money to spend it however you feel the need to spend it. This means that you can buy yourself or your mom a house. This means that you can buy a round of drinks for your friends. This means that you can go on vacation with your family. This means that you might be able to retire early due to savings or smart investments. For those looking for the freedom of finances, they will often take whatever job, working whatever tasks, whatever hours in whatever location is needed because finding that freedom of finances and having enough money to accomplish the things that they want to do with it is the most important thing to them. I think it's important to mention that with each of these four types of freedom, no one or two is better or worse than the others. They are all just there and we all have different motivators for what we decide to do in life. So I encourage you to look at your own personality and your own lifestyle and figure out which one or two of these is the most important to you as an individual right now. See how your current lifestyle matches up with that and how you might be able to tweak a few things and make yourself 5% happier moving towards the type of freedom that you're looking for. Personally, my top two types of freedom are freedom of time and freedom of location. And that is why I am self-employed, freedom of time, and live in a van, freedom of location, <laughs> And today I'm coming to you from the Sonoran National Monument in Arizona. And as I said at the beginning of this episode, of course it would be awesome if we could all have all four. I think that you need to focus on the one or two that is the most important to you first, accomplish that freedom of time, freedom of location, freedom of creativity, or freedom of finances, the top one for you. Get that done and squared away first. Make sure that it is stable and that you feel good about it. You feel solid. You feel grounded. You feel excited and energized. And then after you do that, then you can move down the list and find the next piece of freedom on your list. We can have all four of them. It is absolutely possible for us to have all four of these types of freedoms and to live a very full, very well-rounded, very amazing lifestyle. Can you imagine how you would feel if you had all of these different types of freedom? How free you would feel in the world to just be who you are and express who you are and really bring the gifts that you have inside you like out to the world and make a freaking impact? I think that would be totally fucking cool. I think the world would be a much better place if we were all living 
more true, authentic, deliberate lives. And part of that is knowing yourself and knowing what motivates you and taking steps to move in the direction of your dreams. Whether that dream is owning your own business or sailing around the world in a tiny sailboat with your cat or longboarding from one side of the country to the other. Whether you want to move to East Jesus Slab City and make sculptures out of garbage and donated items that get molded by the desert and the temperatures, or whether you want to build orphanages in Uganda, it doesn't really matter what you want to do. You need to do it. And you need to know yourself well enough that you can accomplish those tasks. And you can find the freedom and find the space that you need in your life, the mental space, the emotional space, the physical space, whatever it is that you need in order to show up as your truest self so that you can live a deliberate life. So once you figure out which of the one or two types of freedom are your top favorites, the top one or two that motivate you in your daily life, please send them to me, put them in the comments, or send me a direct message or whatever. I don't really care. I just want to know what they are. I'm really curious what the makeup of this audience is and what y'all are looking for. And if this episode resonated with you, please share it with a friend who you think could also benefit from it. The more we know ourselves, the more we can show up for others. We've reached the end of this episode of Deliberate Living. You can find the show notes and everything we referenced over on my website, And be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts on YouTube or sign up for email updates every time something new is published. I'll see you next time on Deliberate Living. And until then, keep your life on the DL too.